Welcome to Arcade Couch, the best place to join friends and get your gaming goodness each and every Monday. My name's John Blight. Joining me on the couch this week, Ashley Hobley. Hey, John. Excited to be here. We're, are we going to fight each other? Is that a thing? Yeah. Creators clash now. Triple set. Punch out. I'm gonna punch you in. I'm gonna punch you in the face. I'm gonna punch you right in your your fucking nose, Ash. I'm gonna punch you. I'm gonna break your fucking glasses. Also, here, Kieran Manchin. You know, for somebody who who watches wrestling, your promo scores are fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna you fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's just take that. Just take that. Oh, no. <laughs> oh god. Do you like comic books, big baby? <laughs> and welcome to Friday Night Smackdown. You heard from Dylan Blight at the top of the show. Uh, uh. I'll hit you so hard you're a, you'll become a centrist. <laughs> oh, God. Suffering <laughs> suck attach. Fucking hell. Uh, <laughs> this week on the show, there's not much to talk about. We're talking about uh, game game relay, delayed, a cool Australian video game that's coming out. And the main discussion, I'm sure, will be around Ash trying to justify Redfall and me and Kieran being on yelling at him. But look forward to that later. Firstly, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about Minecraft Legends. Uh, me and Ash have played some. I'm not sure how much he's played. I know he's played it. I've yes. played a couple hours. I Let me get this question straight away first. Have you played Versus Mode? No, I haven't. No, I've never just been doing the campaign. Same. So, and I feel like, and here's the reason why. So here's my thoughts on this game. The campaign is a very basic R story, which is fine, but it does seem like the campaign's this sort of thing where it's set up as, hey, the campaign serves to teach you the mechanics to get into the real game, and the real game is versus mode. Would you okay. say that's, do you reckon that's how it sort of? Yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the campaign is quite, I mean, it's it weirdly got this uh like live like map, mm. you know, which is seems weird for like a Minecraft game, uh, where you know you're you you're playing as a hero who's fighting against these piglin piglin creatures that are coming from another dimension, which is the premise of the game, uh, and you are trying to fight them off with the help of golems and then the other creatures in the Minecraft universe coming together creepers. to fight off creepers, zombies, skeletons, yeah, um. But the piglins will, you know, when night falls, they'll hit a different village or base. Uh, so you've got to kind of be fighting them off all the time and then protecting all the different villages around the, the world map and that kind of stuff. So um, I don't think the campaign is no not an afterthought by any means. Uh, I, don't know if it, I don't think it's an afterthought, but definitely does feel like the versus mode's the, the heart of the game. I mean, I suspect that's where they suspect people will be spending most of their time once they're finished with the campaign. Yeah. Or if they've got friends. <laughs> mm. um, so how are, you, how are you liking it? Uh, it's taken a bit of getting used to. I think I feel like people who play Minecraft regularly will be like, just the control schemes will be like, you know, dropping and building and getting items and that kind of stuff um, is, uh, you know, it's a lot there. <laughs> so people who are like, like they're building in the Minecraft and the building mode in Fortnite, I feel like we're going to kick out of all the mechanics in this, uh, but it's got a weird RTS element to it. I was about to say the uh, RTS stuff's probably the, the the part I thought you'd like, but I'm, yeah, I, I mean, it, I'm, I'm enjoying yeah. it. Um, you know, I was taken and fighting up against this uh, piglin base. Uh, I was just taking out wave after wave of these uh, golems, and you know, trying to slowly whittle down this base and that kind of stuff. So I, I I'm enjoying it. Um, 
but I feel like it'll be more enjoyable with friends and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm not loving it, but I'm, I'm mm. enjoying it. I'm keen to play a bit more and dive into the versus mode, but I just didn't want to dive straight into that and just be given get all your the mechanics too, yeah. and get my, yeah, and just be like, I don't even know what I'm doing because at least playing the campaign, they're slowly introduced the, the different stuff, um, materials Ideas, and stuff yeah. and the way you can, different um, troops you can summon and whatever else, but, yeah, the 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 real time strategy element of element of it, I find interesting because it's not like these sorts of strategy games where you're playing a person on the field in real time, and it's like sort of an action game hybrid thing. It's not like it's new, but they always seem to be like very hit and miss. Mm. And unlike something like say Brutal Legend, where you would do a lot of you were passively engaging in a fight, like by buffing and debuffing for the most part. This is like you're just as much a part of the fight, I guess, as the troops you're bringing in. So, you know. I mean, you can be. Obviously, you, yeah. you play as a character who hits stuff. So, Yeah, but it does feel like you, the game wants you to still be part of the fight. And mm. like, sure, you can try and play it by like just ordering your troops from afar but I don't feel like that's the way the game's designed to be played where no. you know like so if I grab if you if I grab up a um, um, you can set up these little troop spawning areas just outside of where the, the battle's taking place um, so if I run back to one of those I'm trying to take down a, a piglin base I spawn a bunch of golems that are really good at taking down towers because the different types of golems do different things I grab a bunch of those I run in and I tell them I press a button that enables you to like Select, uh, yeah. select, uh, yeah, like select, and then like target and be like, go attack this thing instead of just like them following you and attacking what attacks you. Sort of, scenario. I feel like that was a little bit finicky because I, I do like? that occasionally, and it would be like one troop would go, well, then mm. some troops would go, and then some would go get distracted by something else and that kind of stuff. So, mm. um, yeah, I think it's it might just be trial and error to see exactly how it all works like is it just the people you selected that you draw during yeah, yeah uh, so, that kind of stuff yeah. yeah or you can send one there's a button when you're in the like order mode you can hold down b or whatever and make them all attack a tower or an enemy yeah. or whatever but if you just press one like tap b or y or whatever it is um it just does one of the troops but you can't select which troop it is like i don't um, know if it's different no. on, it was specifically yeah. the battle where all the like creatures are like you know, gathered around the base as well, and you can go recruit them, kind of. Yeah. Like, oh, recruit a batch and then drop them off, and then I want all of, all the ones in the base to be fighting the, the same thing at the same time. Yeah. But you can't do that. Because yeah. I'd find sometimes I would, if I, like, say the towers that shoot, like, arrows at your mm-hmm. troops, I find them really annoying. I'm like, fuck, I just want to get these out straight away. So, like, run in sense. and tell everyone to take those down. And then I sort of just go corner cuck wherever the troops are coming from, like the piglets are coming around the corner. And I just got corner cuck the fuck out of them. And I just like slam my sword down. So I'm blocking them from getting to my troops while my troops are taking down the tower. Like I feel like I've got some tactics, but like it's not, it's not like I wouldn't call this a super deep RTS. It is like, no. Um, I think the, the part I'm looking forward to in the versus mode and the reason I, I, got excited for the game in the, in the first place was that whole element of it's 4v4 you do have like that stage one like gather materials build up your base build walls you know like gather your troops go into have fire, you tried like, to build stuff like 
walls and stuff. Yeah, I've, I've built walls and stuff in towns. I'd, it's not great. <laughs> At least not very, with a controller. Yeah. yeah, it's very simplistic, but it takes us... I feel like once you get the hang of it, like yeah, you maybe can, you can you can quickly be like, I just want wall and a tower here and whatever else. Like, I don't know if it'd play better with full like mouse and keyboard control. Yeah. Some of these things, I'm not sure, but yeah, on, on Xbox, I th- I think it's fine. it's fine. Like it works. Yeah. So at least yep. with the controller. So, um, other thing that stood out to me, I don't know if this is, did zombies always have giant noses? I have no idea. I don't really play normal. Uh, it depends on the zombie. If it's a village, a zombie, yes. So villages have always had like really big noses. Yes, villages have always okay. had massive, and especially because it goes with Maybe their I've classic. Never seen. It goes with their like classic. Seeing- that, that's the villager mm. noise from Minecraft. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Draws again. Thank you, villager. Okay. Thank you so much. Uh, that also, there was like a. It's funny the the world and the the universe of this Minecraft thing where there was there was clearly a stage where it's like zipping through all these different universes and worlds and it's good, got the multiverse of uni, uh, Minecraft worlds and there's clearly a shot there of Minecraft Steve at, at some stage. I'm like, is this like from his back, like overlooking something? And I was like, is this like they're like now saying there's like a there's like Earth, what Minecraft Earth One, and then there's like you know like this is a different world, and which is fine because that makes sense. I mean, Minecraft, Minecraft has <laughs> always technically been a multiverse. Yeah, so. I know. It's just it's funny that they're like like got these little Easter eggs and stuff like that. All right, the only I other do thing, enjoy the uh, piglin cutscenes. They're funny. They're quite, yeah. it's, yes. got, it's the very, piglin designs are very good. Yeah, yeah, very simple story, but it's got some funny like Lego ish humor, I guess. If you, that sort of yeah, stuff. that's probably the most accurate. Very very Lego. Video game humor. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the only other thing that went up review was this, or no, this hasn't gone up yet. I We're still playing it. But the only review that went up this week was Octopath Traveler 2 review. And by up this week, I mean, I have, I was editing it before we started recording. So it'll be up by the time it's up. Uh, so, but Will wrote a review, gave it a nine out of 10. It took him 80 hours to beat the game, he says in his review. So yeah, it was a, it's one of those long ones. Um, but he said, everything in Octopath Traveler 2 coalesces in a way that makes an enjoyable classical style RPG. The lack of interaction between the eight um, characters hardly pull, pulls down the low stakes of uh, the rest of the characters. Pleasing um, from an audio and visual department, the combat stays challenging yet inviting. A modern take on the classical RPG style that should not be missed. So, yeah, he very, very much enjoyed all the different character stories, the the different types of characters, and um, the way they all sort of come together. So, and the the the, I guess the pacing as well is something else he talks about how like the the levels or chapters or whatever you want to call them are short but it like helps keep you rotating for the characters and always keeps the story engaging and stuff so check out Will's full 9 out of 10 review for Octopath Traveler 2 on ExplosionNetwork.com Uh, let's get into a couple of news stories for this week. Let's start with this one. It's not really a news story. It's just more of a lol. Uh, Suicide Squad, Kill Justice League has been delayed. So on their official Twitter, they wrote, Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. We're now launch on the 2nd of 2nd, 2024. We have made the tough but necessary decision to take the time needed to work on getting the game to be the best quality experience for players. Thank you to our amazing community for the continued support, patience, and understanding there's much more to share in the months ahead, and we look forward to seeing you in Metropolis next year. What What do you reckon happened, Kieran? 
Um, this <laughs> just the whole fan reaction to the game when the the game's wider details were released. I guess everybody didn't love the fact that it sounded like um, uh, it, it Destiny, sounds but... like. <laughs> um, it it was not even Destiny. No, no, it, it looked like Avengers. Like it looked like uh, the Avengers game. Um, in terms of what's a wrong game with that, that game's still game. kicking around, being popular, right? Like, what's the uh, right? Dylan? I don't know. You probably missed it. It was a very small news story. Um, it, it um, it, it closed its service, mate. It's closing its servers. Lots of things close their servers. That doesn't mean they're not successful or were successful. You know? You have uh, such a like magical you, way of swinging. Club Penguin was a huge thing. You, not around anymore. You, <laughs> fucking hell. Battleborn. Huge deal. Not around anymore. I haven't watched one. Huge deal. Yeah, huge deal. Not around anymore. Not around anymore. Yeah. That's right. Sometimes video games aren't here forever. Continue, Karen. I I've, I just feel like this is, and I don't think this delay is enough for them to fix the problem. Like the problem is hard baked into the entire preface that they've gone in the system that they've selected. So just extending this out till the start of 2024 isn't going to fix the issue at hand i don't i don't see them um overall resolving i think maybe this is a strategy to remove the game away from the negativity and give it some fresh air once it does release um but i I don't see them being able to put enough polish or enough um time into changing the game system in that very small period of time really to change it fundamentally and make it into a completely different game What do you think, Ash? Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it feels like, uh, obviously, as much as they'll say, they'll say it's not, the negative reaction to the PlayStation set of play uh, would have affected them, I would imagine. Uh, but other than, like, completely revamping it and making it a... removing, like, all the elements that people think they don't want, uh, I don't know exactly what... <laughs> Uh, what they're planning on doing, you know, other than polishing it. Um, there are some rumors that they were always planning to, you know, delay it so they could polish it some more, but, um, you know, what, nine months? That's a pretty... That's a long time. Long time. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, you know, it'll be interesting to see what they actually come up with. You know, have some faith in Rocksteady. Uh, this gives them a chance to like maybe potentially putting up have more content ready as soon as the game launches Um, because I feel like that's probably more what killed Avengers than anything else it's like here's all this the game and then they went dead silent for like six months and then they dropped like little things so you know if you can plan out like a steady timeline or you know few months at least at launch to get people sticking around that long get your hooks into them properly uh then you've got a fair chance of keeping them around but yeah i don't know what exactly they're going to be doing for the next uh 
10 months. <laughs> it's not like they're going to completely change the game. No. Well, no. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. It's. I think it's absolutely ridiculous and sort of funny, but that we've been waiting what feels like 10 years for Rocksteady's follow-up game. And then when they finally announce it after everyone wanting it, everyone's like, yeah, let's go Rocksteady. Trailer plays. I'm not that. <laughs> and then like... <laughs> Now well, put it as detective, like, <laughs> Arkham Knight came out June 2015. Yeah, cool. So next year's 2024. So almost nine years to the next yep. title. Well, yeah. full title. Which is crazy. That's ridiculous. That's a very long time between games. I mean, it's, yeah, I guess they're lucky they're being they're owned by Warner Brothers, I guess, who, you know, are Just willing Warner to. Warner Brothers doesn't even want them around anymore. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a, like it's. One of the brothers is like, this fucking games department is like... Do you know, maybe us. they're just desperate to get sold off. So, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, let's just drag this out as long they're as possible. They're trying just harder to get it sold off, yeah. Yeah, maybe, but, uh, yeah. Do you reckon at this Crazy point- thing is, this is the first, as far as I can tell, the first dated game for 2024. There you go. You know? Has get excited. <laughs> what was you going to say, King? I, I just think... You know what? Part of me even just thinks that they'd be better off just saying fuck it and just continue and just maintain the course. If, if look, if unless the game is a buggy mess and there is a lot of technical work that's needed to go into the game to polish it to make it playable and full release, I think they're better off just of sticking the course and releasing it this year and just getting it done with because this just drags it out, really. Like, it just drags everything out. If you think... At the end of the day, if they're not going to, unless they believe they can change the problems that people had with the game, then I don't. Yeah, I, I, I just follow in the footsteps isn't, of one isn't of the game, game running perfectly. Something that would like appeal to people. <laughs> no, because I still think no matter how well the game runs, it won't change the apprehension that people were having around what they saw in that gameplay trailer and showcase. Plenty of games that run well, but boring as fuck. Like so. Avengers ran well. Avengers played well, but people didn't Nothing like that do. game. Like they didn't like what that game gave and the, the game for service style gameplay that it was involved. They did, did not enjoy that at all. Mm. Mm. I don't know. I, I think it'll be very interesting when it actually comes out. Like, how how much of people's opinions of what the game is meant to be going to affect their like I feel like with this game like potentially reviews can be very important like mm-hmm. they're like oh this is actually a lot of fun because I feel like a lot of people are going to be waiting on you know the Metacritic or open credit scores yeah it's a pick it up day scores. one or pick it up on sale later so find it you, you know what I'd say wait it like a couple months and you'll find it like a thirty dollar bin. In EB games or something. How much is Gotham City Knights for? <laughs> uh, exactly. on, I've seen it on sale a lot. So mm. I saw it on sale like a week or two after it was released. Like it was yeah. um yeah, I think I never went back and finished that either, by the way. No, I played I, my little I, bit I, with you for co op and everything. I never yep. Yeah, no, I haven't touched it again it's probably since great I, I reviewed it. Mm. It doesn't I feel like these games. Even the ones that are like after its initial shitty release, it's doing well. Is it doing well enough? Like No Man's Sky, that game is people love the shit out of that game now. But 
is it no as Man's big Sky as it is a, was? Not not the norm. It's a exception. it's not the norm it's exactly. Anomaly. It's no. the minority in in the situation where a dev team actually turned that ship around and didn't yeah. fly it into the sun, flew it into the actual Grady universe. Well, they flew it into the sun first, and then they but- somehow managed to turn it around. <laughs> <laughs> they slingshotted so. it. They used the sun to slingshot it yeah. and uh, came out yeah. the other side much faster. Yeah. Well, luckily these live service games have a chance to like turn around, you know, more than any other genre of game. Yeah. Have a very small window to turn uh, around. I feel like especially it, when you're you, owned by a big corporation, they want money straight away. And and I think if you can't, if you don't make it out of the gates, I think you you just fucked. You just screwed. You just you just you done goofed. Bloody cooked up, bro. You know. All right, let's actually talk about something that looks cool. So, uh, Summerfall Studios, Melbourne-based Australian studio, um, has a game coming out. It was announced what feels like ten years ago. Stray yep. Gods. The, it was originally announced. The sorry, Stray Gods role playing music. I think it was, was really, announced at a PAX. It was announced at PAX like four or five years ago. Before the pandemic. Yeah. So whatever that was. So it was like, like twenty nineteen or something. Yeah, like yeah. you said, very very long time. Um, it was at the time when um, David uh, Guider, Guider, um, Bioware veteran, sort of lead writer dude, he was there as the Storytime speaker. Um, it was announced that PAX that year. It was announced it's a game. Um, he's setting up Australian studios, going to be working on this narrative musical game, um, announced some devs and stuff like that. And as this, the story's gone and the, the the years have passed. It's been very exciting, like sort of prospect on the 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 future, like always on the upcoming game sort of list. And now that a trailer is released and everything, it is looking very, very unique and very cool. IMO. Anyway. So the game is they did a whole event to show off the first trailer and everything. It's coming out August 3rd, 2023. Uh follows the story of uh, a character called Grace, who's voiced by Laura Bailey. She's a uh, she somehow is granted like god powers of muse, uh, finding death of a friend, and she ends up like wound up with all these Greek gods. The Greek gods are all like voiced by basically everyone in critical role. Fucking the voice cast every- <laughs> for this game, fucking insane. It yeah, is it's like everyone Troy Baker and, and friends. friends. Yeah, it's it's all Troy Baker and all friends, and then Felicia Day. So I believe Holly Troy and- Baker's uh, voice directing. Is he? Or, yeah, okay. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Um, there's a bunch of Australian people in this too, I know. Like, so. Oh, that's good. Um, because that was going to be my main complaint. It's like, this is an Australian game and there's all these Americans. There are America. There's Australian people working on but none of the, like, the main, um, the, he- the head sort of people or whatever. So, um, oh, so we're doing just doing the crap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did you think of this trailer and the way the game looks, Ash? Let me just get out of the gate. It was hilarious that the first line is Calliope. It's said completely different to the way you expect Calliope to be said in a video game. What? what? Calliope. It was a God of War joke, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it looks interesting. Like, uh, I don't think the mixing of the music in between, like, it's, I don't think it's a well put together trailer. Um, but I'd do raises- a trailer for a musical. I mean, you know, get like a proper mix, you know. Um, <laughs> damn, just get a proper mix, bro. I don't know. Yeah, that's a bad just generalization. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I just don't think it flowed very well between the different songs. Like, I'm sure they could have found like a better way to do that, but um, I think it it 
it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting what the actual gaming mechanics are. It seems like it's a it's a, you know, a, a visual novel esque novel, thing where you make yeah. choices and that'll affect the songs that they sing and like uh, the the story that's told is your unique version. The music, the musical that's performed for you, will be your own unique version because of the choices that you make. Um, it's got a very cool art style and that kind of stuff. So yeah, I want to see some actual gameplay. I guess that would be. I mean, you did my next requirement. Technically, well, it's a little bit. It's like here's it's a, a uh, here's game, three choices. Yeah, yeah, it's a Telltale game. Is that it? Yeah, the musical. Karen, this has. I feel like it ticks many a boxes for you. What do you think of this? I I love the shit out of it. I think um, I think this covers yeah as you said like so many things and I think. It is an interesting concept. It is not something that um, is in many ways very generic. Like I, I love the idea of it being this musical. I think the basis for the story is interesting. Um, I love the concept of great gods in a modern world and gods in general in a modern world. Um, and I think this this will be, you know, and, and the, I think the moment you go, even just opening with just Laura Bailey being the, the lead voice actor, and, and I think that is... That is pretty big. And I know for Ashley, you're, you know, you had the criticism of where's the Australian voice actors and stuff. But I think it's a it's a feather in the cap of this. So this is Australian made, but so many American and f- like large voice actors are on board to be a part of this. I think for most of these, most of these are fucking theater nerds. And so you turn around and say to them, this is a role-playing musical, and they're fucking in straight away. I think this has just got such a range of personalities and voice types in this that I'm so excited to meet all of their characters and and to see how they all um, perform in this setting. Uh, I, I think we've seen so many of them, and we and over the years we've started to see so many of them doing more vocal work, doing more singing throughout their their work in the industry. That to see this as a whole as a whole project and that. This can come out and and be embraced and be excited by the community. I think it's awesome. I think it's really fucking good. I couldn't imagine a game like this coming out 10, 15 years ago. Just, just I, even so the, the premise of it. Tripod and Montaigne are two two people doing songs and songs and lyrics for the game alongside Austin Wintry. So two out of the three people doing the songs and lyrics are Australian people. Yeah. The Australian comedy group and a Sounds mean to say real, but like you've got a, a real Australian comedy musical group and a, Which, a non-comedy singer. <laughs> on top of that, Austin Wintry is a, a great musical director and, and um, songwriter. And then, you know, you would just think that I would expect Alana Pierce to get a voice role of some kind in, in this. And then also just need to get Mike Bithell. And there is all the members of their podcast on this uh, with uh, along with Troy and Austin. So, you know. We've, we've got the trifle. What the, I'm really saying is, why aren't we beating it up? <laughs> <laughs> the sound of music. <laughs> no, we're talking, we'll do talking parts, but. Uh, okay, right, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, no, they'll just get the unidonic guys. Yeah. It's fine. That's what will happen. I, I also think it's, you know, we're getting to the point now where it's nice to see Australian games that aren't so focused on. A particular Colts. gimmick, or, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Peace. 
Colts. The, you know what? The We've actual, done it too know. many times, guys. We're running these ideas into the ground. We're very but, redundant here. You know, it's, Knights, it's, golf. We uh, fucking that. <laughs> it's nice to see um, something with a bit more narrative depth and 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 writing um, from the Australian seed come forward because I think we've been wow. building. What? Sorry, how just which, dropping a bomb on all the games we mentioned. No, None packing, of them have good narratives. One of the best narratives in the last ten years, but that's fine. <laughs> Is it though? Um, yes. I don't know. I just feel like it, it's not. Maybe it's not necessarily that. It's just the fact that this is an evolution of Australian games that are being made by Australian studios. And yes, we've had Australian games that are being um, been brought out, and and for, especially with you know places like Two K doing it on a much larger scale. But I think to see the scene expand, um, it's kind of a nice, prideful thing in the um, as a Victorian to see the Victorian government logo and the Vic Screen logo on the end of the trailer, like to show that support that's going into the industry here. Um, I just think it's a positive overall for Australian games making in general um, and the support it's receiving and the recognition it's receiving, not just in Australia, but across the world now. Pretty crazy. Obviously, this week on top of the trailer release, they had like a one-night performance. Yeah, so yeah like songs and stuff. Beforehand and that kind of stuff, so it's a big deal. I feel like this might be like one of the first video games that's kind of being sold on the cast of the game. Death Stranding? Uh, no. Avengers. I guess Death Stranding. <laughs> Avengers is, was Marvel, but their big point in their first showcase was, here's the fucking voice actors we've got for oh, yeah, that's true. everybody yeah, you that's, love. Yeah, I remember, yeah. Yeah. But that was such a huge success that, you know, Oh, Dark they, uh, two? <laughs> what was that? It. Did you say Dark, Dark two? two? No, oh, Arc, Arc Two. Arc Two. Oh. Yeah, they're selling it on Vin Diesel. Things <laughs> they were. He was just a rant. Uh, boy. <laughs> but I mean, no, the only one that springs to mind is Twelve Minutes, but you know, again, not a great success. But once again, I guess this is at least this is a cast that is uh, definitely more focused on video game voice actors, and it's not for celebrity actors. And we're now at the point where video games. What about Rock City as well? Yeah. Also a huge <laughs> success. <laughs> um, I read a review for that the other day, by the way. That game came out last week for people who, or a couple weeks ago now. Probably the majority of people has, like, didn't crit- realize. Yeah. Chuck Norris and everything like that in it. I read a review. I can't remember what side was your game or something like that. And their review like ended with a line of. Um, this game was a really great reminder of me as to why I'm really looking forward to playing Payday 3, hopefully later this year. <laughs> I was like, that's such a good way. <laughs> yep, cool. <laughs> Lovely. All right, one more news story for this week. So the internet has erupted because of this one. But So Press Start writes, Arcane has announced overnight that Redfall, its upcoming multiplayer open-world shooter set in vampire-infested Massachusetts, won't ship with a 60 FPS mode on either the Xbox Series X or Xbox Series S at launch. Revealed via the game's social media, it's been clarified that the game will run in 4K resolution at 30 frames per second on the Xbox Series X and 1440p 30 frames per second on the smaller Xbox Series S. A performance-style vision mode running in a much more preferable 60 frames per second will be arriving at a later date via an update. The news has caused some disarray among eager fans that are expecting an option to be available at launch, especially given that much of the game's marketing, though not necessarily shown running on console, has been displayed at a high frame rate 
being a fast-paced first-person shooter with up to four players in co-op, it also lends itself to more fluid performance. Recently, Redfall's director Harvey Smith addressed the game's always online requirements, saying the studio is looking at how it can change it after launch. Blah, 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 blah. Um, people have gone hands-on, including Press Start, and their preview was positive about the game, but I believe everyone's previews were probably played on PC. Crazy. Everybody that I've seen has said that they played the game in 60 FPS. Yeah, so P- yeah, yeah, PC. yeah. I think everybody what do you think was of like, news? Uh, yikes. Oh, it's, I think it's a, I don't know. It, it's, it's, is this a positive for a Bethesda studio to know that there is problems with something in their game and they are getting out ahead of it to be like, hey, this isn't quite ready yet. Everything else is ready. We'll just put the game out. We're not going to delay it just so you can get 60 frames on a console and we'll just put that out later. Because I think for... I think there's a large portion of the, you know, there is a large portion of the game community doesn't give a fuck about frames. They don't go into that setting to play around with the performance, um, getting into people's hands. You know, there's people like Ashley Hobley who play on a fucking CRT... You know, it, it, that shit ain't pulling 60 frames properly. That's barely doing 15. Um, but it, I guess for me personally, it doesn't matter because I it's a first-person shooter. It's got cross-play, I believe. So um, it's an easy choice for PC. I, I It just sucks when they've done so much of their marketing on the, the PC version of this, obviously. Um, to see that, and I, you know what, that also makes me worry. If this come, you know, and it'll be interesting, right? If this game comes out and the PC version is awesome and great and runs really well, then it speaks to the limitations of the Xbox and the the current console platform. Or if it runs like hot garbage on PC, it just means that the game has not been optimized very well, and there is classic Bethesda problems, which we will be bemoaning and people will hate but uh, sadly it's kind of another another chapter in Bethesda's ongoing run of just not polished games being released alright Ash it's not much else to say you know I think Kieran covered it at most but you know uh, I will say that it's a bit rich for like all these people complaining and being like, "Oh, this is bullshit. This is another Alpha pl- Xbox. Uh, this is this is, this game is going to be shit because it's not running at sixty frames per second. I think is a bit of a s- terrible stretch, uh, especially when all these people who apparently were going to play the game weren't going to be paying for it anyway because they've got Game Pass that were just going to be, you know, giving it a go uh, for their two dollars or whatever it is now. Uh, you know." Oh no, I have to play it for 30 frames per second when the frame rate that most video games have been made in the history of video games. Oh, what a travesty. Uh, on the other hand, you know, like Kieran said, you know, it just kind of shows the, the limitations of Xbox when, you know, the last game, Deathloop, could run 60 frames per second perfectly fine on a PS5. So let's, let's throw oh, that out there as well. So. Let's not. No, let's, let's not. It's a different studio, isn't it? It's not. Is, is that facts? It's, it's a different, it's a different arcane studio, right? It's exactly the same. Ooh, okay. I thought it was a different location for arcane. It wasn't the same. Ooh, that's so, I think this, this is game's more ambitious. and it's a massive L for Xbox. 
<laughs> you went to for this. <laughs> you weren't gonna buy this game anyway. You just guys just game pass. Um, I do actually think this is so it's not it so if this game came out, if they announced from the outset that this game they they weren't planning or it wasn't in their development pipeline to have a 60 FPS mode ready for launch, that would be one thing, and I'd still call that bullshit. But the, the part of history for this that I do think is sort of dodgy is that at the end of the day, everyone, as much as Kira's like, I'm going to play this on PC or whatever else, this has been shown at mostly Xbox press conferences yes. and events and stuff. Yeah. And um, Xbox is in the video game console, not Xbox as in you can play this on Xbox PC Game Pass. It's a console platform first, as much as people want to think it. And they've been showing all this gameplay running at 60 frames per second. And it doesn't matter. I don't care if you play it. I don't care if you show the game on PC, as long as it's the PC equivalent is going to look the same as the Xbox one. Like then it's, you sort of, they've mm-hmm. let themselves down into a, a weird, like almost false advertising do you think, hole do you- with this one. Do you think though that I they, mean it's going to look the same? No, it's going to run. No, like, no, it won't look the same. No. Less tasty amount worse. of frames. It'll look worse. It'll though. look just over a little worse. Problem. Sadly, it, I mean yeah. the actual models will look the exact same when you're standing still, except for the yes, tearing that's done. going on. You're turning yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I think. No, but you know what? That. I think it just depends. How long have they known about this issue? And is this an issue that they realistically were like, we're going to be able to fix this prior to well, launch? Is, let's, and then it's got closer to launch and they've said, we can't fix this. Like, is this... They've been showing this, it on PC on purpose. So you tell me, how long have they known about this? But th- this is the thing, but, right? Have you know, they been showing on with the PC with the intention of, we are releasing this with a 60 frames per second mode? We are. We intend we're to gonna do We're going to figure this. this out. We're going to figure this we're out and they've delayed this? the game. They've delayed the game a couple of times and mm-hmm. now they've gone, all right, we might need to just say, hey, 60 frames isn't going to happen before launch. We need to get this to launch though. Like at somebody at the end of the day, once again, this is the pressure of Xbox's position. Yes, it really fucking sucks that another game is being released on Xbox Game Pass and Xbox in general as a first party game that's having a sticker put onto it saying it's slightly defective. Like it, it, it's that shouldn't be the case, and we we've come to understand and live up to the standards of PlayStation and how well they do their first party games and the standard of polish that we expect with their games. Xbox isn't quite up to that, and this isn't giving them a pass. This isn't um uh, admonish like kind of relieving them from admonishment for that. I would just say, isn't it better off that would you, Dylan? Would you have preferred them? And is it a good look for for both Bethesda and Microsoft? if this game gets delayed again. I would have just delayed it again. But they'd be lying. They said all those games were coming out in 12 months. Yeah. I, I, I would have just come matters. out and said, look. I don't think that matters. I, but no. shouldn't, Xbox bus- is lies. It, uh, from a business perspective for Xbox, though, don't they just eventually have to start putting games out? One of our big yes. admonishments with Xbox is that there is they are very lacking in their first-party studios and that they're very slow on releases. And they had this plan for releases. They had this plan for Starfall. They had this plan for Redfall. And eventually, they just have to fucking release the games. Otherwise, if it got delayed, we would have been, we would have been just as annoyed with them for delaying the game again. And I'll eventually, say- you've just got to say, fuck it. Just release the game and we'll get to it. I'll put so put an asterisk on this one as a, a test subject because 
in a world where Xbox Game Pass wasn't a thing, I think releasing this without the 60 frames per mode would be nail in the coffin for this, this yes. game without yes. Game Pass. Yes, 100%. I, think I agree with, with you 100% there. Yeah. With Game Pass, it's going to be interesting, and we can, we can look at this later down the line to see how it worked out. But the game is going to come out. It's going to review poorly on Xbox if people do reviews of both. I think that, it, like, let's say the game is getting eights and shit like that on PC. Would you mark it down for it not running at 60 frames per second? Mm-hmm. I think, I think, no. I These think, days, 100%. I, I think I'd mark it down. Not having the option? It was, no, I think if it, if, if you sat there, right? So, say if they never said this, right? Say if, and then again, I guess it goes back to the whole marketing of not having Do you mark things down when they don't have ray tracing? Or, no. Or like, like, no. If if you go into this game and you play the thirty frames and you actually go, you know what, this actually runs pretty well at thirty frames, and I'm okay. It with won't though. It it's a first person shooter. It won't. You can't. It's... But you but you can't. You can't just say it won't though. What if it does? What if they are happy with the product it that it puts out at thirty frames? I'm telling you, it won't. It's a fa- it's a fast paced first person shooter, and with people have become accustomed to the sixty frames per second over the last. I'm sure, years. there's heaps of people that play for. First-person shooters in higher the the graphical mode, they no. love it. No, um, people are playing games in sixty frames and not even realizing they're playing games in sixty frames, and then they're going to go play something like this and they'll realize that it just runs like ass. People people are used to sixty frames. These sixty frames, it's just a math, giant mass delusion. You don't need them. Don't need those extra ramps. I agree with you on frames, but the, I don't know. This is again. This is again. Why? <sighs> I, I just yeah I know that this the the you know what right I I, I don't I don't think I think frames is an I think the having the option is mandatory I think it's become mandatory for most games in this generation and going back to a game launching at just thirty frames per second is archaic archaic at this stage to me I think you're being unnatural I think you're being harsh on this I don't think it's I think I'm the only I, real gamer here. I don't think so. You're, oh my God. You say wearing your Pokemon shirt. Are those in 60 frames per second? They don't need to be. They're not the, fucking first person Pikachu. You're saying this to the person that brain implodes when my frames on a game dips below 200 FPS while I'm playing them. Like, it, it, it's... It, it, at the end of the... I just... Most TVs, right? Most pe- TVs people own... Don't even run sixty frames that well. In Most TVs do their... sixty. No, all modern TVs will do sixty hertz standard. They won't do a hundred standard. They won't do one hundred twenty. They'll do sixty. That's normal. But then, well, but, okay, I don't so sell what about any this? Right? What about this? 60. Right? What? Are, so, the default setting for majority of games in. You know the default setting nowadays for games when you have the two choices is always the the beautiful one, like the pretty one that's in 4K that runs at 30 frames. How do you... I know it's good that they have the choice and it's expected to have the choice, but do you believe majority of gamers will go into that setting and change that setting? Or will they just play it at the default that has been put in by the developer? I reckon the majority of people would have preferred to have this game launch in 1080p at 60 frames than 1440p at 30. No shot. No shot. So many people care so much more about the game's resolution. 
Because no. resolution has been stuffed down their throats for such a long period of time. I I prefer to play this in 1080p 60 frames per second than 4K. I know you would, but I think you're in the I think you're I think you're in the minority. I think you and me are in the minority when it comes to frame rates because I think most people are like, oh well, I just want the pretty version, and they'll just leave it on the pretty setting. Remember the last Bethesda game I played? I booted up Ghostwire Tokyo on PS5. Right? It start. I started the game with the the visual mode on. I watched the cutscene. I took about five steps forward. I was like, "This is very nice." And then I went to turn my character left. But that's that's once again. It went. That's, doo, 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 and I went. <laughs> and I changed the. But that's frames, that's like. you though, Dylan. Right? Because if majority of people are used to playing games at thirty frames a second on their consoles, they will not input that there is a problem with the turn rate. Their brain doesn't see it. As soon as, like, you will always see the moment you switch over. So every time you do a big jump in frame rate, so you go from 30 to 60, 60 to 120 slash 140, 140 to 240, 240 to 360, those jumps, and it gets smaller every fucking time, as soon as you're used to the next jump, the last jump is now unplayable. That's just the way it is. Is the last jump looks like hot garbage, and you will never be able to play games at that ever again, and you will struggle. I don't think many people will. I don't think majority of the general public of video game players jump from that thirty to sixty unless it's the natural default setting on a game. Fucking Ash just put a poll up. I see in the corner, right? i'm not and like this is the thing i'm coming from my point of view frames are important and i i frame rates are great and i can live with this because it's not going to affect me because i just get it on my pc and it's not going to be cat frames um but i think and this is the thing even this poll that ashley puts out it's not going to capture because we're going to capture the minority of people who like frames because all of the bubbles we're in are the gaming media bubbles of people who are a bit more serious about the gaming or a bit more attached to gaming and in depth with gaming and know these settings. Wrong. Ash sits here every well, week just, and he uh, still completely. plays in 24 frames per second. Fucking, he's the fucking, he's the odd one fucking out in the, in our, you know, we yell at him and everybody in our audience yells at him to upgrade his TV, to invest in a better TV. We put up a fucking, we, we've donated money technically to him eventually getting a new it's team. It's gaining interest. It's gaining fucking interest there. Like, we have that money there. Yeah. But we are not the majority. We're just not. We are the vocal minority. All, All right, these we'll take people the, bitching. Take, the, take, the, take people out of it. Take the, take the public out of it. Do you believe, don't, don't bring in any outside opinions about what you think people want or care about. Do you personally believe it's okay to launch a game in 2023 with only 30 frames per second? That's yes. a first-person shooter. If if it is me playing it and I'm only allowed to play it at 30 frames, this is the I question. The game. I couldn't play the game. Yeah, I didn't say what you think of people. I couldn't personally. I about? couldn't play the game and I wouldn't. It wouldn't be good for me as a player. So no, like yeah. I wouldn't be happy. So this with this it. news story came out the other day. If I could only, if this was only on Xbox, I would not play it anymore. Like straight straight up, this this went yes, from me wanting but, to play it on Xbox to I have to play this on PC now. Yuck! But I guess I have to. 
but the thing is, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks to the world of Game Pass, you don't have. Well, you kind of do have to because if you've got the, P, that's the only problem with it is you have to upgrade to the PC version of Game Pass. That is the that is the version. The world where you have Ultimate Game Pass. In the world where you have Ultimate Game Pass, that's it. <laughs> if you have Ultimate, Ultimate Game Pass, damage. which you do, Dylan, it doesn't matter yes. because you have both versions of the game, so you can play it on PC. Yeah. And the moment the sixty k patch update comes out, you can jump onto your fucking couch or your bed and play it on your Xbox, champ. Yeah, like yeah, Dylan, just wait till that digital digital foundry video comes out and you see no difference whatsoever. Digital foundry is uh, going to rip this game and asshole and you. But asshole this is the thing: right the now. people that from Xbox's point of view. It's just getting this game out to people to play it and to... Which is sad as fuck. I don't... Like, I'm with you. Yes, Xbox needs to get games out. But the fact that they're like, holy fuck, we have no game... They're like, we have brought 26,000 studios, but the first game we can shovel out for 2023 is still coming out half-fucked. No, you're... Nope, nope. What? What else came out? Well, it's Hi-Fi Rush (laughs) has come out. Oh, yeah, that's right. That, that, That came out of nowhere, yeah. Forgot about that. Yep. Yeah. What was yep. it? What, what else? Uh, yep. let me get a quick what else? Game for a second. Yeah. No. If you have to Google it, doesn't but it's count. saying no. I don't have to. I just want to open the stretch. You know, because you haven't played it at all. What? I think judging a game before you actually play it. I think that's the whole point of this podcast. That's the point. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? All we do is talk about things that we have played half the time. Uh, Only when Atomic I'm right. Heart, Atomic, was it Atomic Heart? Atomic Heart was the nope, same? That was, oh, oh, yeah. That was, Everybody loves Atomic Heart. That game was absolute ass, and it was on every platform. That's what I expect. <laughs> oh, it was on every platform. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um, all I can remember is the Xbox branding for that game. Probably a bad thing. Um, does Minecraft Legends have a 60 frame mode? It runs in 60 I frames. I couldn't tell you. No, you couldn't. Does it no, natively? Couldn't. Does it yes, natively, it's natively 60, 60 frames? Okay. Yes. Is, I think it, there are too many frames. If that would be my. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I just, I think, I think this is a. You know what? If they release this and the rest of the game runs well. I think that's honestly a fucking plus for Bethesda games. The shit show that Bethesda puts out normally, if this is the pinnacle of the problem, fuck yeah, you are making progress, Bethesda and Arcane. Awesome. Do you know how, do you know how good this this story, this new story filled me with so much hope for Starfield, 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 whatever the game's called. Anyway, that's gonna that game's gonna come out fucking terrible. I'm like I'm I'm all bets now. No. That we game's gonna come out like it. believe fuck, it. No, you, well when you, it doesn't. No. Eventually, they've got to start doing something right, you know? It's no, no, no. Eventually. No, some people are just no, terrible. All the right? money that they're using to, like, help build these studios and make sure everything's running correctly, hire enough people, yeah. all go into this back to the As to Ash's theory of, oh, we said we're going to have all these games out by this day. Right. It doesn't matter because Hollow Knight's song's not coming out. So they're wrong anyway. Yeah, I don't think... Um, they're liars. Xbox is just liars. I don't think that matters, but I, don't, I, don't, I just don't think this is... In the grand scheme of gaming, I think they want to release gaming? it in the first half of the year. They wanted something first half of the year. Yeah, in the Big grand release. scheme of gaming, this isn't a problem. No, really, nobody's going to care. Do I think you can release a thirty frame per second first person shooter in twenty twenty three? Yes, you can. Just you have to just know that you're going to get this reaction you know what? At from least the hardcore frames, framists. 
and at least they've announced it prior to its release. They haven't just day. Yeah, it they haven't just surprised motherfuckers. <laughs> they just just dropped it and be like, oh, by the way, there's no 60 frames. Sorry, guys. Like, it's, what? Yeah, what the option? No, we're going to patch that option in. We're going to patch the that drop down in. menu. Sorry, it's there. They announced the it. going to put it in the embargo. They announced like, hey, it don't talk three about two. They announced it three weeks prior to release. That's better than fucking. That's, that's probably when they had to make the call. That's probably when yeah. they've had to realistically look, make the call and said, like, look, fuck, we're not we going to get this work. in time. If, you know what, even what would have been even better than what they've done is if they'd said, hey, two weeks after launch, we're going to have it. That also would have been fine. I tell you what, if this patch comes a week later, I'm just going to be like, you dumb fucks, just delay it an extra week. Like, why would you? What's the, the thing is, I feel like delaying a game is more expensive than... You would think it is. Depends. 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 I, no, I think this playing a game is actually a bigger deal than you believe it is to delay a game. I don't think it is with Xbox Game Pass. <coughs> I don't think it matters. Just delay well, it. It was getting a physical release as well. So I believe. What's that? Like discs. Huh? For people who, the crazy people who want to buy the actual physical. Yeah. Game. Huh? So you also have other third the parties people who that are want like. To like People who like to have the, the disc on the wall. Do I have to buy it in slow motion too? <laughs> they just have to turn very um, slowly. When just got a JB iPhone, I'm like, sorry, I'm just purchasing this in 30 frames per second. Like the game runs. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, right? I think there is a lot more that goes into a decision of, of delaying it than if just, you know, rip it and ship it, delay it, boys. Let's put out a yellow fucking social media post and we'll be fucking golden. Um, I just want everyone to know that, you know, I'm the true PC elitist on this podcast. You're fucking huh? not. You're just... The thing is, <laughs> if you're a true PC elitist, you're like me and you go, well, I don't give a fuck about the console version being a problem because I'll be fine. You'll be a fucking console Andy being like, yeah, but I wanted to play it on my console even though I've got the option of both. Wah. 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 Is that Who makes that sound? Uh, you do. That's mostly what I've the heard. Villages in Redfall. <laughs> yeah, the villagers in Redfall. The villagers of Redfall. Fucking hell. All right. Well, on that note, uh, let's know any comments, questions, concerns, your thoughts on Redfall not running like a real video game, either on our Discord or Twitter. Oh, com slash Twitter, ExplosionNetwork.com slash Discord. Uh, go vote in the poll. Ash has put it up for four days. Um, you could do that. Currently, the 1080p 60 frames per second is winning with seven votes, just so everyone knows where we're at at the moment. If you like this episode and thought it was worth a dollar, head on over to our Kofi page, explosion.com slash support, and buy us a coffee. Same time, same couch next week. We'll see you all there. Goodbye. Would have run fine at 60 frames per second on PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>